Hello, my friends. Welcome. My name is Joe. This is the Joe Martino Show. I'd like to welcome you today. Uh, today is Wednesday, September 23rd, I think, 22nd. I don't know, to be honest with you. It's the 23rd. What should we talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about cuties and all of the silly arguments defending it. So you're warned, if you like the movie, if you like this foreign film, please know that if you stay for the next 30 minutes, I'm not for it. I think it's pedophilia, I think it's exploitation of children, and I just am completely bothered by the fact that grown adults are defending it. Let's kick it off. This is The Joe Martino Show. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan, specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. Okay, so let's just talk about the controversy of the week. I I really don't like to do this because I'd like to think that I am creating a product that would be beneficial to people whenever they listen to it. So maybe somebody doesn't find this podcast for three years uh, and, and they pick up a random episode. I want them to find value in it for that moment as well. Uh, in fact, this just happened recently. I, I heard about a person who just discovered my podcast last week. They binged 40 episodes, uh, ran into my wife, told her about it, didn't know it was there. And they found value in those, and at least based on what they're talking about, there are some episodes that were old. They were from the beginning of the show. There were some in the middle. And so I want them to find value in that. But at the same time, there are sometimes some things come up that I have to address. Uh, I feel I have to address. I actually had the episode completely done and ready to go this week. Um, I've hired my daughter to help me with the editing, try to cut down on time there so I can create uh, more, hopefully better product more quickly. And uh, so, so that was ready to go. And then yesterday I got involved in a conversation with someone who said, hey, did you see this Facebook post? And in the Facebook post, the person who is, who is local here, uh, somewhat prominent locally, uh, talked about how they canceled Netflix. And that led to a conversation between myself and someone else, um, a third person, But then I went and read the comments, and I'm just sick of some of the arguments I'm hearing. We're going to jump right in. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Cuties is a movie on Netflix. Those who defend it, here's how you know who people are for and people are against it. The people who are for it are like, well, this foreign film. I don't care if it's foreign. It's pedophilia. It's pornography. It's terrible. We'll just start there. That's how I feel, just so you know, I'm not for the movie. right? People who are against it just typically call it the movie or, or film, if we want to be, you know, higher quality of society. Uh, but, but, but here's the thing. Here's, the, here's, a, here's an argument that isn't an argument. And this is going to fall into a greater kind of arc that I'm going to pick up uh, different weeks regarding the reality that we don't know how to argue in our society anymore. And we don't know how to challenge our own beliefs. Because here's the argument that I want to rip my hair out and choke to death on them all of my hair. Well, what about TikTok? There's so many people that are canceling and their children have TikTok. I bet if they went on TikTok and saw what they saw on TikTok, they, they would be, so I don't understand why they're canceling it. Okay, first of all, that's not an argument. 
I want you to know that that is not a logical argument. You saying, well, yes, this is bad, but people let their kids have TikTok, so I don't understand why they're canceling this, is bad. That's like saying we shouldn't talk about one crime because there's this other crime that's equally as bad or worse. We're going to get into that more a little bit later. It's not an argument. Now, if you wanted to bring up, hey, you know what? I agree. That movie's terrible. And I've had people do this to me. I feel like they're talking out both sides of their mouths. They're like, oh yeah, that movie's terrible. But, but you know, TikTok, kids have TikTok. Well, okay. My kids don't. It's the one app that is banned in, well, there's a couple others, but not, but it is the one app that would really, I think, create a visceral physical reaction in me if I found out my kids downloaded it. And yes, I check regularly. Now, a better argument might be, hey, this movie is crap. I agree this movie is crap, regardless of the owner of the director's intentions, which we're going to talk to talk about in a few minutes. Regardless of that, this movie's crap. And you know what else is crap? TikTok. While we're canceling things, maybe we ought to take TikTok off our kids' phones. That's actually an argument. That is actually logical, and it's actually an argument. And I'll be honest with you, I'm concerned that people are defending it. It's pedophilia. Here's the basic argument that I hear. In fact, I'm going to read a comment that I just read. Oh, my soul. I don't. I, okay, so here's the argument. Well, it's a movie. It's a foreign film made by people who want to have a conversation about child exploitation. If you don't know the premise, it's about a traditional Muslim girl who, who kind of steps into the non-traditional Muslim world and in the end, she learns that dance isn't for her. She's twerking throughout the movie. She's 13. Somebody told me, well, she isn't really 11 in real life. She's 13. Oh, so it's okay if we watch a 13-year-old twerk, but not an 11-year-old. Well, that isn't what I'm saying. Then what are you saying? Because you just said to me, well, she's not really 11. She's 13. And, and so the idea is because the intention of the director was good, she wanted to create a conversation about pedophilia and child exploitation. Actually, I don't think she actually said pedophilia. I think I'm, I'm adding that. It, it's okay that she used kids and, in my opinion, exploited them because her goal was good. Well, here's the thing. You don't bring up, you don't start conversations about how we, how we change uh, rape culture on college campuses by going to a party and filming people raping other people and then just being like, well, it's okay. And, and, and here's the thing. Here's where the argument falls in on itself. This comment is by a guy named Joe, not me. I, I won't read his last name. He posted this comment in a, in a public forum, so he does not have privacy. So don't even bother sending me those emails. I won't even read them. I'm a little fired up this morning. Oh, I thought you were responding to me. He's talking to someone else. The thing is, these kids aren't off the street or shadily lured to the casting count. It's children who worked with strong parent involvement, therapist involvement, and even child children services in France to create a movie that would spark a discussion and bring about change. It would be nice if we could do this without children involved, but I don't think it would have been possible. And now we have respected faith leaders calling it, quote, sin, end quote, cut and dried. Who decided that? Where does this leave my wife and I? Should we be concerned within the state of our souls right now, even though we're reacting based on solid information and a firsthand viewing? So first of all, Joe, I watched the movie until I almost threw up and then I had to stop. Your argument is vapid. It is vapid, vapid, vapid. It's silly. 
just think about what you said. You literally led with this, Joe, and you probably don't even listen to this show. It doesn't matter. Here's what he led with. It was, an, it was th- these weren't just kids off the straight or shadely lured to the casting couch. It's children who worked with strong parent involvement. How do you know, Joe? I work with kids all day long. I sit in a room with people, 36 different people every week who have been sexually exploited and abused, Joe. Almost everybody I meet has some sort of sexual abuse in their past. How do you know their parents are strongly involved? Do you know how many people I've met are like, oh, their parents are strongly involved and the parents aren't involved at all? And, And if it's so good, if there's nothing wrong with this movie, Joe, why did we need therapists and child services to help these kids? 13-year-old kids, at best, work through the trauma. So, Joe, you're saying because you and your wife watched it and it's caused you to have uh, uh, conversations with your wife. He goes on to say that. And, and you see other kids doing the same thing all the time, you know, in their TikToks and whatnot, that it's not a big deal that they need a therapist or child services. Come on, Joe. That sounds a lot like cranial rectum inversion disorder to me. Stop normalizing the exploitation of children. And, and we do that, yes, certainly that is, there is a whole people on the, on the wrong side of, of the law that do that, but we do it when we okay it. And I'm just tired of it. I'm just absolutely tired of it. I don't know how you can defend these people or this film. Now, if you want to make other arguments, like I said, about the TikTok or about Kick or about these other things that are out there, uh, Smeagol, any of those things, I'm with you. We can have those conversations. If you want to talk about how the film industry needs reformed, I'm with you. But to be like, oh, well, I don't know. Nobody's allowed to call anything out anymore. Nobody's allowed to say anything's wrong. You know what? You know what? One of the biggest problems is with society that I believe, based on my life, based on working in this field for 10 years, we have completely told people two lies. You can do whatever you want sexually, and there are no consequences to life. Those are lies. And Joe, what, what that does when a whatever you call the faith leader when he calls it sin, that's actually his job. We can argue about that, but it's actually his job to say, hey, this here is sin. And the other thing is, Joe, he didn't even tell you you have to cancel it, which, by the way, I would support your right not to cancel it because there actually is a decent argument against not canceling it. I've heard it. I hate cancel culture, somebody said to me. I'm like, you know what? I agree with that. And so I get what you're saying there. I wrestle with that too. I hate the idea that there's cancel culture. One person told me, well, Netflix only makes their money, a movie in Netflix only makes their money uh, if it gets viewed. So if you don't watch it, that movie doesn't get viewed. So I don't view it like I'm giving them, the film people, my money. Okay, I don't know if that's accurate at all. That is totally what someone told me. I couldn't tell you one way or the other. But we've got to engage in logical arguments, not just feeling arguments. And when we talk about this, like the comments, ah, I'm, I'm so fired up right now. So fired up. And then there is the logical fallacy of, well, there's other things we should be canceling too. In fact, uh, another member of my community where I live, who, who I personally, I'm, gonna, I'm obviously not going to say his name after what I'm about to say, who I personally think is a pseudo-intellectual, he, he posts these very uh, 
wordy post when you talk to him. He says a lot of words but doesn't actually say anything. And when he's challenged to prove his sources, he typically says, well, the, the people that, uh, that, that I'm going after intellectually, they tend to cover those facts up. So it's really your opinion. Well, no, it's not my opinion. I'm certain it exists. But you're certain it exists void of any actual proof that I can touch. That's called opinion. And opinions are like things that are covered by diapers. Everybody's got one. But do you have facts? Do you have facts? Because if you don't, I don't care. Now, you can have your opinion, and I want to hear that, but you need, to, you need to present it as an opinion, not a fact. And so here's a great comment by somebody who says that she is equally passionate in her work in community and family support because there's a comment to her. Well, I'll read the comment to her. Uh, somebody says, however, as a professional specializing in child welfare and sexual trauma for the past 15 years. Uh, somebody says to her that they disagree that the movie has any merit, has any value. And, and that person is a social worker, I think, or a CPS worker of some level. And, and so this person responds to her, well, thanks for your feedback. Uh, so, oh yeah, so the, the professional says there's absolutely no need to sexualize 11-year-old girls, whether it be for 30 seconds or 30 minutes to get a message across. To which Katie responds, well, thanks for your feedback. I am a mother to four and I am equally passionate in my work in community and family support. I agree the promotional material is problematic. The title Cuties is a translation of the French title, and even so, the movie carries an older rating. The responsibility of who is watching this does not lay with Netflix. Time out. I actually agree with her there. It doesn't uh, lay with Netflix. It, 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 it lays with that responsibility, lays with the subscriber. And if you think that Netflix has crossed the line, you should have the freedom of choice, the freedom of, of conscience to delete it, to unsubscribe without people calling you a bigot. It's silly. So she goes on, I guess my question is, have you watched the film? And here's the key phrase, to determine that the end doesn't justify the means. And here's, here's where her and I would disagree. I've seen the movie. The girls were never shown engaging in sexual acts. I disagree. The two scene dance scenes are not pretty, but as I said, the audience and film is outraged by it. Did the actresses, 14 and 12-year-old girls, have to dance like that to get a response? Yes. But unfortunately, we see this dance in many other places. It's not about, it's not just, it's not just subject to this film. We don't know what conversations were had with the actresses and parents that made them feel like the end does justify the means. I am worried. We are dehumanizing the writer, producer, and actors of this film and saying the writer's story does not need to be heard. The story reflects her experience. That is not... That is not proven. The story reflects what the writer wanted to communicate. I'll agree with that. And she even goes on, don't let kids watch this. But here's the thing. I forget her name already. I got to scroll up. Katie, I don't care. Ends don't justify means like this. Right? So so there's the argument, well, there's TikTok. That's like saying, well, we can't have rules. We, we can't put rapists in jail because there's murderers there. I'll, I'll just go back to Joe's comment. They needed therapists. There. The actors needed to go to therapy. Katie, that's dehumanizing. If you're put through something for a film that you have to go see therapists for, 
That's dehumanizing. And then there was a bunch of other uh, comments by people in my town who were very angry all the time. Uh, I think it looks like they're so angry that they went ahead and deleted their comments. Here's what's interesting to me about this. The original post, the guy didn't tell anybody else what they had to do. He just said what he was doing for his family to protect his family and, and how he was responding to something that he felt was wrong. And then people make all these arguments that basically they say on one hand, hey, you know what? You can do whatever you want with your family, but... And when you read it, I got no dog in the hunt as far as those people go. I don't know most of them personally. Some of them I do. One of the one of the people that I actually had to step away from the... I know her relatively well because she works in this field. And I was appalled by her arguments and the way she was treating other people. But, but essentially what it sounds like is they want him to say it's okay for them to keep it. Like somehow absolve them. Here's a little trick that we teach interns. I'm going to have an intern meeting later today. If somebody gets really reactive to somebody else having a standard that they don't have, and that person isn't asking them to have the standard, they probably feel guilt somewhere. And they probably would benefit from processing that, processing that out in themselves. And, and so, you know, one of the things, it, according to Spectator USA, I think, uh, that's, I think that's part of USA Today. I'm not sure. Uh, but, I, and I've not researched this title, but I did see the title a couple other places. I read the article. I didn't see their, I, I guess there's no way I could know because I wasn't part of the auditioning process. But the filmmakers of the Netflix, Netflix film, Cuties, spent six months having 650 little girls twerk for them in auditions. Do we really need to do that? In what world does that, is that justified by a film created to create a conversation. I'm intellectual. We're going to have a conversation. We don't need to have a conversation about pedophilia. It sucks. It's awful. It damages people. It breaks their psyche. And it's wrong. We don't need a conversation about child abuse. We don't. There's enough kids getting hurt today without us creating a film where we have to buy and pay therapists to come give them therapy and then defend it. Well, it's a foreign film. And don't bring this crap. Oh, well, you're dehumanizing them. No, I'm not. I'm actually humanizing them and telling you that you're putting them through trauma to get a point across, to start a conversation. Have the conversation. Somebody actually wrote, I don't know how you can show how horrible things are without showing how horrible things are. Well, maybe we should then allow snuff films. Well, that's different. They die. Okay, and here's the magic question. Then where do you draw the line? What could they do? What could Netflix do that would cause you to cancel them? What could a filmmaker do trying to have a conversation that would cause you to not want to listen to them? That would cause you to cancel? What would you do? Like, what's the line? I need to know. Seriously, email me. I need to know what the line is. If you're okay with cuties, where's the line? Like, like one person said to me, well, yeah, I know that, that, that in America, a lot of pedophiles are going to watch it and they're going to get a lot of personal pleasure material. Okay, but that's not the line for you to cancel it. Or is it? And, and if it isn't, where is the line? Is it, well, I, I don't cancel it because I hate cancel culture? Okay, I get that. But if you're like, no, no, I would cancel. This just isn't the line. Tell me where the line is. Because I, I sincerely, 
I want to know, someone named Becker wrote, while it is true that hypersexualization of teens is condemnable, the issue is not with that, but how they went about it. There are far better ways to point out such disgusting things than to actually display teens doing the very thing they're speaking out against. I can't agree with that more. Uh, it, it's so interesting to me, you know, some of the angry people were like, well, this makes me not want to listen to you. Then don't. I don't think that's going to hurt anybody's feelings. Like, it's just insane to me how angry people get. And the pseudo-intellectual, well, let's have a conversation about what about all the other things we're canceling. Okay, we can do that. But Dan, I want to know, and that, that's the guy's name. Dan, I want to know, where's the line that you would cancel? So, so where is it? I sincerely, I, I need to know, where is the line that you say, okay, uh... That's too much. Yep, I, I did. I did I did find the angry person. Uh, here's somebody that was very angry, wrote very mean comments to other people. Delete, unfollow, unfriend, block, erase, and disconnect from anyone or anything that robs you of your peace, love, and happiness. Not just on social media, but in real life too. You don't need to be around people who don't see and appreciate your value. Of course, that has nothing to do with the fact that you were just mean to people who were like, no, I think this film's wrong. Right, Megan? See, I'm just done letting people be mean and, and, and under the idea that, well, you're violating someone else, you're dehumanizing them. You don't get to reshape the argument and then burn down that argument. That's called a straw man fallacy. And you don't get to do that. And so, and people are like, well, what about the movie? Uh, I don't know the movie. Bring it on. I don't know the movie. I guess it came out when I was a kid. I don't know. Don't watch it. Is it on Netflix? I, I like To me, it's like saying, well, you know what? My car doesn't have an engine, but I'm not going to talk about that because my cousin doesn't have peanut butter in the cupboard. So? So what? Literally, so what? Well, but, you know, Kraft mayonnaise. Does Kraft make mayonnaise? I think they do. Oh, okay, then cancel them too. But here's the thing. What you're not dealing with is, is the movie exploiting children? Yes or no? No intellectual answers, no sideways answers, no well to an extent, no BS. Just give me a yes or give me a no. And if you say yes, then where's the line that you would cancel Netflix? Why are you so invested in, in, in defending a film that has little 11-year-old, 13-year-olds, excuse me, that makes it so much better, 13-year-olds twerking. Help me understand, because I really do want to understand. And, and in it, here's a great quote from, let me go a step further. There's a great quote from the thread that really got me fired up yesterday. When does this cross a line? If they were doing a movie about pedophilia and had a grown man have sex with an 11-year-old, would it be okay simply because the purpose of the movie was against child sex trafficking? That, I think that's a fair question. Like if they literally filmed a grown man on top of an 11-year-old or a 13-year-old, would you be okay with that? And, and they don't actually have sex in the movies, right? Like, like, I've had people make that argument with me. I didn't know this, but I know people in the industry, and one of them told me that they're... I mean, I, I figured they didn't have sex, but they actually put flesh-colored, uh, like, socks on the male's thing, and, and they cover up the female's thing, and, and and so they're not actually having sex. But but would, that, would you be okay with that if they showed, if they conveyed 
And a 35-year-old man, a 53-year-old man, a 70-year-old man raping an 11-year-old, 13-year-old, because I can't even say have sex because a 13-year-old can't consent. That, that's not sex, that's rape. Or to show you how, I'm going to go back to the quote here, or to show you how girls forced to do sexual favors for older men in kinky ways to demonstrate what, hap- what is really happening in the world of pedophilia, you don't put young girls in acting positions violating their innocence as children to make a case against what you're trying as provocateurs to change. There has to be a better way to alert the public to a societal wrong than by taking living little children and subjecting them to acting out this disgusting perversion. Two wrongs don't make a right. My issue isn't with bad movies. Those have always existed and always will. I'm not approved as it relates to entertainment, but when girls are subjugated to role play, this sick subculture, where are the adults who see a real hypocrisy in this? I think there's a way to alarm and to alert people to a problem without creating a problem to solve a problem. It's a double standard in my head. I can't reconcile what seems that many are justifying in the name of titillating education or enlightenment. I'm sick of those excuses making wrong things palatable for the masses. I couldn't agree with that comment more. And, And then Joe, whoever he is, just goes on with an inane comment. But I couldn't agree with, with, with this comment more, the one that I just read. It's not okay. I, I have a serious question. How, okay, so this is going to create a two-week, excuse me, a two-week controversy, maybe three. But what's happening to actually help the people that are being exploited? And, and a lot of people are like, well, what about competitive dance culture? Yeah, let's talk about that. I totally agree. My daughter did one year of dance. It was ridiculous. And I know I just upset some people. Probably this whole episode, I don't care. I just don't care. Because this is about little kids. This is literally about little kids. I, I just want to go back to the comment that one guy made that where he thought it was good. Well, they brought in therapist. Seriously? And strong parental involvement. I'm sorry, I don't understand strong parental involvement and letting my kid go do a job that requires them to have therapy at 13. Well, you're dehumanizing them. Actually, I think anybody who defends this film, this is going to be really, oh my goodness. Here, I actually think anyone who defends this film being in America or France or anywhere else, you're the one dehumanizing the kids. I'm going to say that again. If you're defending this film, you're the one dehumanizing the kids. If you come with, well, what about craft mayonnaise? What about war? Sex trafficking goes up in war. You're dehumanizing these kids to make some intellectual point. Now, one person made a great point to me. They're like, I don't understand people who have cannons aimed at their front door, but their back door is wide open. In other words, saying, hey, they're going to cancel this because they don't want their kids to see it, which actually isn't the argument that I've heard from anybody. The argument I've heard is I don't want to give money to an organization that thinks this is okay. But okay. But then they leave the back door open with TikTok and Kick and... Uh, uh. Oh, what's the quiz game where kids are chatting and it's it, it's almost impossible to track it. I can't think of the name. It doesn't matter. And I actually agree that there are certainly inconsistencies. But you don't make things better by ignoring an obvious problem that is staring you in the face because there are other problems that you haven't addressed yet or other problems that maybe you can address. That too is a logical fallacy. You don't You don't ignore it. We don't stop talking about rape because murder happens. We don't stop talking about robbery because rape happens. They're all wrong and we talk about them all and we try to stop them all. We make policies about them all. 
And if you're defending this film because you have some sort of, well, I don't like conservatives, something I literally heard somebody say, you're dehumanizing these kids. You are making them objects for your political agenda. And it's wrong. If you're like, look, I, I think the ends justify the means, we disagree. We passionately disagree. And I think you're dehumanizing the kids. Because what we're doing is, at the very least, even the people are like, well, look, they had to bring in therapists, so it's okay to sacrifice these kids to have a conversation. Because I really doubt that this film is going to stop child sexual exploitation. Like, maybe, I guess you can make that whole argument, right? So, like, there's, a, there, there's someone stuck on the drawbridge, and if you, if you raise the drawbridge, that person dies. But if you don't raise the drawbridge, 100 people die in the boat, right? Ethics, probably high school freshman ethics class. I guess you could, you could work through that. But what we're, we're, what we're saying is it's okay to sacrifice these kids to create the need for therapists. And no, there is, I don't want to create a stigma for therapy, but I do want to say like a lot of people end up needing to go to therapy to work through stuff because the world's a really hard place and it does a lot of terrible things. But it's okay for us to willingly put these kids into a situation where something terrible happens to them because we've got a greater cause. That's insanity to me. Once again, the film is called Cuties. It's on Netflix. It's a foreign film. I don't know what that matters. I don't care where they made the film. I don't. The fact that it's foreign means what? That it was made somewhere else. That has nothing to do with the moral rightness or wrongness of it. Nothing. And, and here's the thing. I want to be really clear on this. If you listen, I want to be really clear on this. If you don't cancel Netflix, I don't even care. I just want better arguments than the people who do cancel it are prudes. Or, well, I didn't cancel it because we have TikTok and they're both wrong. That's not an argument. Ah. If, but but I'm, I'm serious. If you didn't cancel it, there are people I love, passionately, who didn't cancel it. They're like, nope, I just won't watch the film. Okay. All right. But can we talk about why? Sure. And have the conversation. Here's why I didn't cancel it. And here's the thing. All the arguments that I read, most of the arguments that I've heard, they're not about like, because I think it's okay. They're not about, well, I actually think it's going to help child exploit, stop child exploitation. It's something else. It, I, I've yet to hear one or read one, even by the angriest of people. Some research, most research says one in three people will be sexually assaulted by the time they're 18 will report being sexually assaulted by the time they're 18. So we believe the number is actually much closer to, to, to half, maybe 60%. I'd actually argue based on my counseling experience and talking with clients and other therapists that the number is probably way higher. I actually read a number by a researcher at the University of Virginia who suggested the number might be as high as 70%. Let's talk about that. But as long as we allow exploitation to happen so that we can have a conversation about exploitation. We're not doing anything. All right. So we were going to talk about uh, mirroring and emotions and how you can communicate better even when your emotions are up. Well, I guess we'll do that next week, which will be a good follow-up to this episode. Uh, if, if you haven't already, uh, please consider buying my book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. I am working on another book. Uh, we continue to kick around ideas for books and curriculum. A lot of things happening 
if you need an appointment, give our office a call. If you'd like to book me for speaking, please email me, reach out to me, and we'll get that scheduled. Uh, my fall schedule is filling up. I guess late fall schedule is filling up. A lot of virtual conferences coming. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. And hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time, change possible.